Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. R C A Victor. Than any other TV. For dependability. Right now, the motto at your R C A Victor dealer is: Look, listen, and save. Look at the brand new collection of the most beautiful sets in TV land. Look at the new all-clear picture with a 212% improvement in picture contrast. Listen to famous Golden Throat Fidelity Sound, the richest sound ever heard on TV. Save on the lowest prices in RCA Victor history. It's dependable, C. so dependable, A. As dependable as can be, that's why every year more people buy. RCA Victor than any other TV for dependability. Remember, the world's best names for quality. RCA and RCA Victor. Mr. McGee has just walked into 79 Wistful Vista with two large buckets of paint. And Mrs. McGee says... Tell me that again. You're going to do what? I'm going to paint the bathroom. You're looking at two cans of enamel. Quick drying bathroom enamel. And you're also looking at the guy who's going to apply same to the bathroom walls and the ceiling. Complete. Oh, that's wonderful. After all these years of threatening to do it, you're really going to. What on earth drove you to this? Oh, just a funny idea I had downtown this morning. I, I was walking past this paint store, you see, where they were having a big fire sale, and I got this funny idea. So I walks in, and I says to the guy, I says, fire sale, huh? And he says, yep, and I says... You got any burnt umber? <laughs> yeah, the boss laughed, and the salesman laughed, and the cashier sniggered, and, well, you know, you just can't walk out without buying anything. After. So now we're going to have a burnt umber bathroom. Why couldn't you make up a joke about a nice clean color, like white or ivory or pale green? Relax, kiddo, relax. I did pick a nice color. This can here is full of baby blue. Oh, well, that's a relief. What's in the other can? Baby pink for the trim. I figured that since ours is both the little boys and the little girls, it's pink and blue. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Should be very attractive. I thought so. Now, look, this time let's plan the whole operation in advance. Good idea. So you won't be wearing your best clothes like the time you did the kitchen ceiling, and so you won't paint yourself into a corner. Like the time I did the dining room floor. So you won't set the paint bucket down and put your foot in it. Like the time I done the garage. So you won't run out of paint and have to change colors in the middle of a wall because the paint store is closed? Like happened when I done the living room and we had the only two-tone walls in town. <laughs> you know, I've had some very interesting experiences with a paintbrush. I ought to write a book about it someday. Well, let's not start a new chapter today, please. Don't you worry. I've learned a lot. This job is going to be perfect. Oh, I'll go change my painting clothes because this time I'm going to be careful. Oh, dear. He always sounds so brave and full of hope. Maybe this time everything will turn out. Ah, stop it, Molly, you silly optimist. You know very well no matter how you plan it, he'll figure out some new mess to get into just as sure as anything. <laughs> 
Molly, come on in here and take a look. You're not through already. Oh, oh, you're getting ready to start. Yep. Look what I've done, to be sure. Good. Got everything covered with canvas and old newspaper so you won't get paint on the fixtures. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I got myself covered with my old coveralls. The only trouble is, if I drop anything, you'll probably have to pick it up for me. These coveralls are so stiff, I can't bend over without taking them off. <laughs> Just so they keep the paint off you. Good luck with it. I have to get on with my housework. Oh, hang around a while and watch. <sighs> Say, this is a pretty color. Careful, it's dripping on the linoleum. <laughs> That's perfectly okay. I got this all planned scientific this Yes, time. but... When I paint, I always drip it on the linoleum. So, what's the scientific thing to do? Cover the floor. No, paint the floor. Baby blue linoleum. It'll match the walls and look beautiful. Hmm. Well, the linoleum is pretty worn, all right, but I don't know about painting it. Yeah, you'll love it. Well, I'll leave you with it. I've got to get back to my housework. Do be careful of it. Okay, don't worry. I gosh, I mean it this time. I'm going to do a perfect job if it takes all day. Ah, there's something about the good, clean smell of paint that gets in your blood. <laughs> it's in your face, too. What'd you say, McGee? Ah, nothing, nothing. Talking to myself. I ought to have a pair of goggles, I guess. Although I couldn't see through them if I had them on now. Ah, I love to paint. Here is a scene that could happen in your doctor's office. A doctor's advice to Bill James. You're in excellent health, but a word of caution. There's no need for you to take laxatives regularly. Is that really true, doctor? Yes. Five New York doctors now have proved you can break the laxative habit and regain that wonderful feeling that goes with natural regularity. Eighty-three percent of the cases tested did it. So can you. That's great, doctor, but how do I do it? Stop taking whatever you now take. Instead, every night for one week, take two Carter's Little Liver Pills. Second week, one each night. Third week, one every other night. Then, nothing. Every day, drink plenty of liquids. Put yourself on schedule. But how can Carter's help break the laxative habit, doctor? Because Carter's not only relieve irregularity, they also improve the flow of liver bile that's needed for natural regularity. When worry, overeating, overwork make you irregular temporarily, take Carter's temporarily and don't get the laxative habit. Get Carter's Little Liver Pills, only 43 cents. Break your laxative habit. Restore your natural powers of regularity. Here, hold the paint can, will you, while I dab on the last couple of finishing touches? Right. There. There. Ah. That's it. Well, it just looks beautiful. Like a brand new bathroom. Yep. That baby pink around the molding there was the toughest part of the job on account of the only small brush I had was stiff as a board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In fact, after I finished painting with it, I found out it was a board. <laughs> Shaped like a brush. Well, whatever it was, it certainly spattered that pink paint. The pink polka dots have practically covered up the blue polka dots. What polka dots? All over your face. Huh? <laughs> I've always wanted a pink and blue husband. Mabel Toops will be so jealous. Ah, oh, that's no problem. I'll go back in there as soon as the paint dries and get my face cleaned off with the paint thinner. I left the thinner up there on the shelf. How soon will it be dry? Oh, it shouldn't be too long. All I know is it says on the can, quick drying enamel. Where? The label is so scorched I can hardly... There, you see, it says... Oh, for the ball of dead, rather stupid miss. I thought it said quick drying paint, but it says Quinn Ryan paint. That's that's a company. 
Let's see. The small print says the best 24-hour wood and wall enamel you can buy. 24 hours? Oh, fine. My guess that means we'll have to keep out of the bathroom tonight and all day tomorrow. Oh, dear. Oh, if this ain't the rottenest break. And after I've been so careful to... Who's that? I'll go down and see. I'll glad to get away from that paint smell anyhow. You coming down, too? In a minute. I'd like to know what we're going to do tonight. Oh, well, I'll figure something. It's not only tonight, but tomorrow morning and all day. Okay. Come in. Oh, it's you, Teeny. Well, I'm pretty busy right now, so... Hey, hey, Mr. McGee, did you see my dog, Margaret? Margaret, did you see him? He ran away. No, I'm sorry. I haven't seen him, sis. And if he's a he-dog, why do you call him Margaret? That's a girl's name. It is? Why, certainly. What girl? Well, well, any girl. Margaret is just a girl's name. It's a dog's name, too, I betcha. My dog is named Margaret. Yeah, but why? Why? Why do you call your boy dog Margaret? Because when I first got him, I didn't know he was a boy dog. <laughs> he fooled me. Yeah, how'd he do that? <laughs> well, I just said to him, here, Margaret, here, Margaret, and he came running every time. Hmm. <laughs> well, I gotta keep looking. Here, Margaret, come on, Margaret. <laughs> Goodbye, Margaret. Here, Margaret. Well, I'm glad I got that cleared up. Now, if I could just figure out where we're gonna stay tonight, maybe I ought to take Molly to... No, oh, it'd be pretty expensive. Still, I save 15 bucks by doing this painting myself. Hi, George, I'll do it. This'll be a swell big surprise for her. I'll knock her right off her feet. Hey, Molly! It isn't dry yet, if that's what you're going to ask. I figure we have 23 hours and 37 minutes to wait. Well, we'll just do our waiting in style, kiddo, because I got a great idea. How would you like a little hotel life for a chance? Oh, I thought you'd never think of it. Huh? Wonderful. I'll unpack our night things, and we can buy some toothbrushes at Kramer's Drugstore. Oh, this is going to be fun, McGee. And if the Ritz Vista hadn't been full up, Bud, we'd have stayed there. But if you got a nice room and bath, we'll be... Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Not a thing. Oh, dear. This is the third hotel we've well, better try the highway hotel down by the railroad station. They might have something. Oh, come on, Molly. Must be a convention or something in town, because, gee whiz, I didn't know these hotels were so jammed, right? I never thought... This place has got to have a room for us, Molly. It's the last hotel in town. And it doesn't look like it's been full since the Army gave it back. Here comes the clerk. Oh, hi there, bud. You got a nice room for two? Uh, well, uh, room, you say? For two? Uh, let me look. Does that mean no? Yes, I'm sorry. We're all full up. I don't know where I could send you either. Oh, come on, Molly. I suppose we could go home. No. We're going to find a place if we have to go to the Salvation Army. I'm telling you, I can't understand why we can't find a decent... Hmm. Hello, Salvation Army. This is the night clerk at the Pioneer Hotel. Just called to warn you, a fellow is headed your way, got pink spots all over him, probably something infectious. Get you quarantined for a month if you let him in... Got a nurse with him, too. Now, she looks all right, but he's right for the pest house. Thought I'd let you know, just in case he tried walking in backwards. He's pretty desperate.
Fibber and Molly will be right back. There's adventure from the Old West and adventure from the New West waiting for you tomorrow evening. From the Old West comes Dr. Sixgun riding on another errand of mercy. A new kind of hero, Dr. Sixgun is a man who can fight with medicine as well as a forty-five, And he generally does both. From the New West, it's Roy Rogers who spins a tale of the modern-day prairie for you with the help of Dale Evans and the entire gang. Old or new, it's the exciting West. Adventure listening for the entire family. And that's not all, because there's another action story for you tomorrow. It's a different setting, but still an exciting half hour, as NBC takes you back in time and across the seas where you'll meet the Scarlet Pimpernel. Based on the popular novel that captured the imaginations of readers all over the world, this NBC series brings you a story of danger and intrigue every Thursday. They're all yours, adventure with the Roy Rogers Show, Dr. Sixgun, and the Scarlet Pimpernel. Molly, you all settled? Yes, McGee. I just called to tell you good night. <laughs> you know, it seems strange you telephoning me when there's just a wall between us. Yeah, but there was no other way. There you are in the ladies' department, and here I am in the men's department, and in a Turkish bath, never the twain shall meet. <laughs> good night. Good night, all. NBC has presented the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program transcribed with Dick Ryan as the clerk and Jack Crucian as the second clerk. This is John Wald who urges you to be with us tomorrow when Fibber and Molly take a flyer in society. Will they ever get off the ground? Be with us tomorrow with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Here, Henry Cassidy with the heart of the news tonight on the NBC Radio Network.